What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Season Gaming BitCast, episode 56. As you can see, Dan is back uh, on my side here, and Bert has rejoined us from his travels in Ireland. And so the crew is back together, but obviously we're a little off schedule. Um, as you can see, we're not publishing on Monday like normal. And so this week's BitCast could be a little shorter than normal. We're going to cover the big topics. Uh, Dan's going to talk about Days Gone and his review that published this week. And then we're going to still play Name That Game because, well, we love playing that. So... But let's go ahead and get started. Um, guys, we've got a PlayStation State of Play. Uh, the second one coming this week, Thursday. Um, I believe, you remember the time off the top of your head? I didn't put it in my notes. I did not see it. Uh, I'll get it for us while we're uh, while we're over here looking and talking, so no worries. Okay, thank I'm you, sir. I'm going to guess 3 Eastern. <laughs> it is in the early <laughs> afternoon. But anyway, new PlayStation State of Play. They said we're going to see more of the Medieval remake. We are going to see a new game, and we're going to see some or hear some news on an announced game that hasn't been talked about in a long time. So, of course, people's uh, heads automatically go to Final Fantasy VII Remake, but we don't really know what we're going to see here. All we think is that, uh, you know, we talked about the first state of play. We thought it was a little underwhelming. Um, I think, hope, or I should say I hope, that they go for a little more detailed news this time. Um, you know, give us a little more on what's coming, not just like a sizzle reel, video to video to video to video without any information. I like the little information. Talk about the medieval remake. Tell us why it's special. Talk about your new game, things of that nature. What do you think? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> anything would probably be better than what was the last time, right? Um, I really don't care about Final Fantasy VII at this point. <laughs> I really hope that's not it. I'm hoping it's, you know, Actually, Death Stranding. That's what I'm shooting for. Huh. You know, I, I, you know, we haven't heard a whole lot about it. No, nope. um, that would be great to drop right before E3. Um, right. I highly doubt that's what we're gonna get, but um, maybe. As far as uh, Medieval goes, it's one of those games I never actually played. And if I did, I don't remember it. <laughs> so, I mean, I know what it is, but I, you know, it's been so long. Was that PS2? It was that PS1. That was a long time ago. This should have been Bert's name that game. I want to say two. <laughs> two. I'm going off memory though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Any news is always good news, right? So I'll take it. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious if this is the last state of play before E3, or if they're going to try to sneak one in right before. Um, being that, let's see, E3 starts. What is it? Ends around the 10th. Uh, yeah, June 11th. I was going to say 10th through the 12th, but I'm off one day. So. Based on dates, it seems like there might be one more that they'll try to take the steam away from, you know, Microsoft or Nintendo or any other big announcements that they're going to be at E3. Um, I was thinking that we might get maybe a release date for, as uh, Dan mentioned, Death Stranding or even Last of Us 2, but I'm not even sure if we're going to get that. Um, I really hope that they've took some feedback from the previous state of play and it's not just back-to-back -back trailers. They have something somewhere from a developer talking or even an announcer of some of some sort i have no idea who they could even use but i hope they do something more and dare i say it maybe a little bit more tease on playstation 5 in some form yeah that'd be interesting too especially before e3 i don't know if they i kind of think the ball is in microsoft's court now but that would certainly uh, up the ante uh, i looked it up real quick medieval was a ps1 game wow. so even older than we thought um, yeah, Death Stranding would definitely be interesting. I think, um, obviously, it's one of the most anticipated games. Maybe not for us personally, um, but just in the PlayStation genre or, you know, PlayStation 4. So Yeah, I did get us a anyway. time, too, Ains. It's uh, 6 p.m. Eastern, okay. 3 p.m. Pacific. So, obviously, the time zone difference is there. But, yeah, I guess somewhat earlier for us. I mean, we're going to be, what, 5 o'clock? Yeah, 5 so. o'clock, which is good because at yeah. least you're home from work at that point. Yep. So... 
Um, cool. Well, well, stay tuned, and we'll be reporting on that uh, in our next vidcast and see what we get. Um, and also on Thursday, so all this news kind of broke this morning, which is real interesting, is we're getting a new Ghost Recon uh, that's being unveiled Thursday as well. Um, this one, I believe, is coming a little earlier in the morning, if I recall off the top of my head, around 11, 11.30 a.m. Ubisoft said they were going to do this. Uh, they have confirmed now, you know, there's a rumor last week we reported on about it being a go possible Ghost Recon game. They confirmed this morning it is Ghost Recon, um, but they haven't said exactly what. So the most obvious answer here would be Wildlands 2. Um, you know, I think that would be a very popular choice. However, you know, they could go into the history with something like uh, Grawl, you know, Advanced Warfighter. <laughs> um, they have, they've showed some things. What was that game they showed that never released? Phantoms or something? I don't yeah. know if that's what... Be go ahead. Yeah, no, I think that sounds right. Yep. Yeah, I think it's Phantoms. Um, I don't know if that eventually turned into Wildlands or if that was just a scrapped project, but who knows. Regardless, we're getting something Ghost Recon related this Thursday as well. So, more good news. I think all of us love the Ubisoft games in general. And uh, Ghost Recon, I know, Bert, you were picking up Wildlands recently. Yeah, I've got a lot of hours into it now. Um, gosh, I'm probably like 35, 40 hours into it. I think it's good. It just gets really repetitive after a certain amount of time. It's a lot more fun to play multiplayer with your friends, even on the uh, PvP side. So it's really cool. I was thinking this might have been just a tease of maybe seeing a Tom Clancy Splinter Cell return. But I don't think that's going to happen. And I wonder if they're going to have an entirely new name, kind of like what you're talking about. I think Wildlands is more of like the Bolivian jungle and everything we saw from there. I think it'll still be Ghost Recon, but it'll be in a different area, which might give it a new name, like Desert Lands or something. I don't even know. Something completely different. <laughs> but, uh, Very creative. Yeah. Right? You, see, right you see what I did there? That's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Sands of yeah. Time. Um, no, Wildlands Two. I mean, from the little teaser that they showed, um, it looks more urban, I guess, mm. than yep. it does anything else. You know, it was kind of a. They showed like little, like new drones and uh, this company that's doing all this. It, it seemed a lot more, um, like well, urban basically. Um, I can go with some desert lands or <laughs> urban lands. You know, whatever works. Um, I love that game. I love Ghost Recon Wildlands. I played the crap out of it. Um, and they just released some new, a new single player mission with John Barenthal, I think, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, man. I mean, they're still supporting it. Was it two years now? Yeah. Crazy. 2017. Oh, Ubisoft. I love you so much. <laughs> You're the best. Ghost Recon City stuff. City stuff. That's what's coming. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, we'll, uh, you know, we'll be reporting on that next big cast as well, but excited about that as well. So something else that uh, really was kind of big, we didn't cover it before, Bert, uh, as you were traveling, but, you know, Epic Games um, came out, and I talked about this yesterday extensively on the Lord's podcast, but Epic Games uh, kind of flexing their Fortnite bucks, their V-Bucks again, and they bought Psyonics. So the studio, Rocket League studio, Rocket League, one of the most played games in the world right now. I know a lot of people don't really may not think of it that way but it is uh 25 to 30 million active players on rocket league and this game will eventually be pulled from steam the people who still own it um will be able to play it but it won't be sold new on steam anymore and it'll move over to the epic games launcher so according to psionics nothing's really going to change here they just have more financial backing than they did previously which i guess is good to hear we'll see if anything changes but this is just another one of those kind of shots fired things by epic at steam and valve to say you know we're here we're not going anywhere and this is going to keep happening until you guys make some changes yeah i mean i i don't play rocket league a whole lot but um epic just keeps doing this stuff man and it's it's <laughs> funny because it went from 
oh, it's great to have competition for Steam to I hate Epic Games, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I, I don't really care. I don't really play too much on the PC. Um, hopefully this will benefit Psyonix more than anybody else and bring some... Uh, inject some new life maybe into a game that's you know eight thousand years old and you know it's 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 got stuff you know my kids still play it and Mm -hmm. there's so many uh just extra little loot crates and keys and stuff you got to buy for and they love that stuff they eat it up i mean it's basically fortnite's model at this point yeah you know it's and and they were like oh this is perfect this is like fortnite and cars we're gonna buy these dudes (laughs) so i mean I, i just hope they support it that's that's the biggest thing, you know. Wherever it is, um, just support the game. Yeah. Yeah. To to Ains's point, I had no idea that this game was amazing in sales until I got a little more into the community. I ended up buying it on Xbox, and a lot of people still play it. You can always find games for it. There's never a lack of competition on there either. Um, I think it's even on the pro uh, leagues where you can get some Rocket League yeah. games to play against each other. So it's really big. And <laughs> to steal more from Dan this time, um, I mean, there's tons of microtransactions for everything. And they have relationships with movies and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, I think it fits perfect in the Epic Games catalog slash library. I just don't know what it's going to do in the long run for the PC players. And, uh, you know, props to Psyonix for being one of the one of the best games to support cross-play. So I hope they continue that, and Epic Games does not, you know, change that in any form. Yeah, I doubt it, because Fortnite, you know, Fortnite's all over the place. Yep. So um, I don't think that'll change. It's going to be, you know, that's a whole other topic we won't get into tonight, but that's one of the things I want to talk about with the PS5, is is Sony going to change their tune, you know, with, with cross-play and cross-progression and those things. But, yeah, anyway, um, Epic's continuing to push, so... It's going to be interesting. I don't know how long Steam's going to hold out before making some sort of change where Epic just keeps either buying studios, buying exclusivity, um, these types of things. I think this is going to be interesting to watch unfold. So it's what it is. <laughs> Tim Sweeney. Yep, That's Tim Sweeney guy. Putting the, put the hammer down. Yep. All right, so uh, another uh, biggest company in the world right now, I believe, right? Microsoft? Um, so MS Build is an internal Microsoft um, kind of three-day thing they do, um, which is happening right now. So we're recording on May 6th, Monday, Monday through Wednesday. This is happening, and uh, this is kind of uh, everything going on that's being built from an architectural or, or a software perspective at Microsoft. But obviously Xbox plays a big part in that, and Phil Spencer is speaking at MS Build and kind of showing off where Xbox is headed, what the future of games holds from Microsoft's vision. So a lot of talk about this, you know, over the past several months or even since last E3 maybe where Microsoft really started looking towards the future and what does gaming kind of represent and mean. And this is notable, right, because it's leading up to E3, so we expect to get some big news out of this, at least a little bit maybe, you know, some information prior to E3. But one of the things we can talk about today that was announced is Minecraft Augmented Reality version. And there were some uh, quick demos that were shown of this today, and quite frankly, it looks freaking amazing. Um, now, of course, I don't know how people like us, you know, in the near future would access something like this, because HoloLens is a $3,000 device. So that's obviously not built for, you know, home consumption right now. But um, just wanted to bring this up, because it's not only interesting for the industry, um, but that, you know, we talk about virtual reality a lot. We talk about, obviously, all the other games. Augmented reality is something that's really never talked about in the gaming space, um, but maybe another avenue yet again that we'll see here in the future. 
Yeah, and I remember I remember the demos of Minecraft with HoloLens, the original one, back on the Microsoft stage. Was it three, four years ago? So I don't know if this is ever. Well. I don't know if this is ever going to be in the in someone's home or if it's just for the very wealthy. I remember seeing some kind of announcement for HoloLens two for around three grand, four grand, or something like that. And so yeah, while it was the, a uh, it was a, a, a production development kit for like companies. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah. So I remember seeing that, and I I just don't know how close we are to any of that stuff. I wonder if they're just kind of prepping for the future and. Kind Kind of saying where his game is going so i wish i would have seen a little bit more on the phil spencer speech but i didn't actually get to watch it or anything along those lines but it's cool to see i wonder where that goes it's cool that vr is where we are today and maybe that's the next kind of a evolution into what we'll be able to bring into the house outside of just the tv yeah another place to play minecraft man <laughs> for three thousand dollars plus the twenty dollar game and hey, they, um, they've only sold like 150 million copies they got to keep going gosh man <laughs> Crazy, you know. I think it's cool. You know, we we, we had that uh, small show about you know what we thought about VR, and I know this is different, but you know, it's still in that same realm. Um, I think they need to obviously make it more consumer friendly as far as mm-hmm. price goes, because I can't think of a whole lot of people that are going to pay you know three thousand dollars for something they're going to use once a year. I mean, that's a lot of money, but it's still early. They're still looking, I'm sure, into this whole thing, and you know, eventually maybe they'll, you know, make something where you know the average consumer can pick one up. Um, maybe it'll tie somehow into the new uh, Xbox consoles that are coming out, you know, eventually. So um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. If nothing else, we just like keeping our kind of finger on the pulse of these types of things across the industry. So we'll talk more about it as it becomes more relevant. Uh, real quick, sticking on Xbox, real quick is. Um, they teased something yesterday which kind of caught a lot of um, eyes, if you will, because of Game of Thrones and might be, you know, with Avengers, kind of the biggest media thing going on right now. Uh, but they're teasing something Game of Thrones related on Twitter. Now, this could be something as simple as just a Game of Thrones um, console. You know, they do a lot of custom console competitions. But it just seemed to be something more than that because usually when they tease a, when they do a console, they just kind of throw it out there and say, "Here's a game, a Thrones console, you know, retweet for your chance to win." This said, uh, you know, tease kind of a Targaryen was it Tar- uh, Daenerys? It was, yeah, it was Targaryen symbol. The Targaryen yeah. symbol and um, basically Dragon said, scales. "Stay tuned," yeah. you know, which kind of obviously a month from E3 has people thinking, "Oh, well, is there an actual Game of Thrones kind of game or you know integration of some sort into an IP?" Um, so I know all three of us, big Game of Thrones fans, Bert and I seem to be completely disconnected on the new season, though we disagree really? on every episode for some reason, oh. but that's okay. It's still an amazing show, um, and I know it's obviously like a worldwide phenomenon right now, so it would be really, really big news, and that's why I wanted to mention it, if there really was something Game of Thrones game-related, because that would be a, a big thing. Dude. Why don't, we share with, why don't we share with Dan where the disconnect is? Yeah, we're, 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 not, we're not doing a Game of Thrones breakdown just, here. settle this for you guys right now. Okay, so okay, ba- Battle of Winterfell. Sure. The third episode. Yes. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, oh, Ains. Uh, I was just going to say, so Dan, Battle of Winterfell. No spoilers, by the way, guys, for those no. listening, we're not going to talk any no, spoilers, no, don't panic. We're not going to. Battle of Winterfell, very simply, Dan, thumbs up or thumbs down? Uh... Damn, I would say, damn. Man. Th- thumb in the middle that. works too. Yes, win. Wow. Woo! And not, not because it was. Here's the thing. <laughs> Real quick, you 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 led up 
you know, the entire show basically oh, led preach, to this moment. Preach. Right? And it was so, I mean, even even though it was a st- extended episode, it was, number one, really hard to see. Preach. Number two, not, as, not what I was expecting, which is fine, but they kind of went off the rails. I actually like the episode prior to it. It's one of my favorite episodes I've seen of the series right. leading up to that battle, battle of Winterfell. But, you know, that's just my opinion. All right. I, I think we're moving on to I, our next story. It was a... Uh, <laughs> uh, I need to pull up because I was typing him last week and I was like, I had real problems with it because they built up for years to this battle. The battle was kind of Hollywood predictable. Mm-hmm. The camera work was atrocious. Terrible. And then the climax at the end was stupid. Like, yeah. it was just a Hollywood bullcrap write-in. Yeah. Shout out to the dragons for actually making it possible to see. And that's basically <laughs> it. They were really the stars of the show. All I right. like so, I, uh, I like the response. Way, you but, might not have noticed, but that was a bet for you to move to Kansas City. So <laughs> start packing. Was it, the, uh, was it one of the producers who said something that you need a... Um, what is it called? Uh, balance your TV in order to get the proper picture or something? Or, or... I hope not. <laughs> that would be. No, they actually said that. They actually said that. They said that a lot of people had their TV out of uh, configuration, and that's why you weren't able get to the see hell it. Out I, of I have a uh, professionally calibrated OLED, so that guy <laughs> yeah. can go f himself. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Problem. All right. Sorry, guys, for the distracts here, but uh, all right, we're yeah. we're good now. We can move on. Um. Oh, <laughs> you suck, Dan. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, Game of Thrones possible game. Let's yeah. Let's talk okay, yeah. So Game of Thrones possible game, awesome. If it's done right, you know, I don't know what I'd want. Yeah, as far it's a as good that question. goes, you know, I I don't know what. You know, would it be an RPG? Would it be you know? I mean, they have. You, you could know, go a ton of different ways. Tons of different ways. You could go hack and slash like battles. You could go strategic like XCOM. You could yeah, do... but you know, the the show would lend itself more to like a, a you know. Mass Almost, Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect, or maybe The Witcher, if you want to get a little bit more action-oriented. Don't get me too excited. Oof, I couldn't even imagine. <laughs> Eggplant. Oh, my gosh. Right, we're we lo- we're local a, here, yeah. guys. Let's keep it PG. Oh, there we go. I just hit the table. Um, I didn't have to take a break for a second and think about this. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, just to touch on this without talking about the show. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what they would do from a gaming perspective because we got the Telltale game, which was actually pretty good. It wasn't like amazing, but it was kind of cool to see a little bit of the background of some of the stories. But I, I don't even see this really turning into a bigger game. I think in order to do the show justice and the books justice, you would have to have some kind of a massive. Uh, kind of open world RPG in order to kind of do something like a Skyrim or something that would would give it some kind of justice. But maybe, like you said, it's just a special edition controller with a console or something, and that's all you get. But I'm interested to see what it is, because I have no idea how that universe would move into the gaming world outside of what we've seen so far. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think we everyone who saw this is just hoping it is something game-related and not something simple like a console, but Xbox and those announcements has let us down before. Yeah, and what if it's something lame like, hey, you're not going to be able to stream it from the Xbox store or something all seasons or something. I don't know, but... I don't know. Uh, hopefully, yeah. Like, don't don't make it a show-related yep. thing. Everyone's already got the damn show. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. And uh, this is going to come off wrong, but don't give it to Bioware, please. <laughs> let's, let's keep it away. You guys can play Game of Thrones Reigns on the Switch. Let me tell you something. I played that. What the hell are you babbling about over there? You ever, you ever played that game? <laughs> no. Okay, so Reigns, real quick is a game that's kind of like Tinder, and you just swipe left to right. You, you, you brought you, this up a few I episodes did. ago. Yeah. Okay, so I played a lot of it, actually. 
uh, at the wedding because I had no intention <laughs> of paying attention um, that I went to. Um, and you just you, you, you take the role of, say, one of the leaders. Like you start with, I think, uh, Daenerys, and you make decisions, you know, based on uh, wealth or, or tax strength and all this other. And you just it's just a reading, and then you go left or right, you swipe left or right, and you have to see how many moons that you can uh, survive. Wow. So, I mean, it's a little $3 game. You can get it on your phone. You can get it on the Switch. It's actually kind of fun. Just a nice, nice little distraction um, when you don't want to pay attention at the wedding that you're at. So. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Most people probably haven't even heard of that. I know I hadn't. So It's awesome. All right. We are trying to get back on the rails here. we got a couple more things. Um, just some cool stuff. So, God of War, Raising Kratos. If you hadn't seen the uh, Cor- Corey Barlog talking about this, um, this sounds really cool. This is basically a documentary of the making of the new God of War. Um, full-length documentary, and it debuts this Friday at midnight, so you can watch it this upcoming weekend. I don't know about you guys. Um, I know we all love God of War. Um, I love video game documentaries I love 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 them I love you know seeing behind the scenes and things of that nature in fact the other night we were looking through the Microsoft store and I forgot I had saved on my Xbox account the uh, making of the Halo 2 remake which if you're a Halo fan is you know like fantastic so I was like yep watching that again soon so that'll go right back to back with God of War here but this is really cool of them to do this with the uh, one year anniversary yeah, for me, one of the coolest things from this dev team slash publisher, everything with the with, uh, studio, they've done a ton of stuff with social media. They're still putting things out. They're still fun things that they have on their one-year anniversary. They did a good, a cool gift, thing. That gift, though. <laughs> that gift is freaking <laughs> hilarious. If you haven't seen it, they had that one gift that's just been recycled with them, kind of showing Kratos. It's like and, the greatest gift ever it's, made. It's yeah. Fantastic. All it's, of them they hilarious. put out are fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Their, their lead designer does all kinds of art, you know, on Instagram and mm-hmm. stuff, and you can see them do that. So, you know, props to this game in so many ways and keeping it relevant even for more than a year after it released. And I'm really looking forward to this. I'm a big, we're big Corey Barlog fans here. We got to meet him last year at E3 and just such a humble, Super nice guy. Nice guy. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. I hope we get to run into him again this year because um, he was just awesome. Man, yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys, man. I'm a huge documentary game documentary guy i'm just a huge documentary guy because i'm probably just because i'm old but i mean i just love seeing those behind the scene things and i actually just watched that trailer uh today i've i've heard i've known about it but i never watched the trailer until today and man i'm pumped i mean you know that that scene where you know he's sitting there at the 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 coliseum or wherever he's at and he's just kind of like you know sitting there and like oh my gosh what's gonna happen and they reveal crowd and the crowd just goes nuts that kind of stuff, you know, is why next year I will be at E3, for sure. So, nice. yeah, I'm excited for it. Just realized sitting here, the, the God of War Steelbook is literally right next to my head in the picture. So that works. <laughs> that was not planned, by the way. <clears throat> and then uh, lastly, last piece of news before we get to Days Gone is uh, Jedi Fallen Order is confirmed to be shown at E3 at EA Play. Um, which Bert and I registered for today and got uh, both signed up for the same time for the back scenes uh, gameplay demo. So super excited about that. Respawn, we've talked about it. Fantastic studio. This might be the Star Wars game we've been waiting for for years and years now, we hope. And um, can't wait to just see this a month from now and report out on it to you guys. So, Yep, so that's all, all I can say is bring it. I can't wait yeah. to play it. <laughs> bring, yeah. it. bring it on. Bring it on. So, 
Alright, let's talk some Days Gone. So, your review went up just yesterday, right? Yeah. As of this recording. I'm going to pull it up a little bit on my phone here. Yeah, no worries. Because um, I was slightly unprepared. Uh, <laughs> so, I'll talk briefly then. Yeah. So, we uh, a lot of discussion about Days Gone. Um, it, it, it's... It, it's in that weird section um, because it's a Sony first party exclusive. It caused a whole bunch of consternation and arguments, which we're not going to worry about here. So we'll talk about the core of the game. Now, what I understand from us having, because the three of us have talked about you playing it a lot. And to yeah. be clear, Dan's the only one of the three of us who has played it. Um, but you finished it. A lot of time into the game. And it, it seemed to be one of those games that had really high aspirations, great design methodologies um but execution may be lacking in a bunch of areas um, right. so let's uh let's hear kind of your overall take on it yay um so <laughs> i have been playing this since it released that's pretty much the only thing i played i finished it um sunday night and you wrote the review like right after yeah like immediately <laughs> after i mean i had it, it was fresh in my mind um it's one of those games that you, you play and you're kind of torn. You know, you don't know, like, do I really like this game? Or am I so invested at this point that I just need to finish the thing and, you know, finish it and be done? Um, there's a lot of good in this game. There really is. Um, unfortunately, it's overshadowed by a lot of uh, just bugs. I mean, that's really the only way to say it. Um, you you see glimpses on social media of, of the the bugs that are present, some uh, issues with like <laughs> lip syncing, which are, you know, that I didn't hit that till towards the end of the game. And I had to basically restart the game because um, PlayStation allows you to, you know, just start back from where you started back up, just like Xbox does. And I think it just needed a kind of a reboot. So when I rebooted it, everything seemed to sync up fine. So that issue kind of went away. But I didn't really do that in, in t for like five minutes or five five hours, I should say. So I just sat there and watched these cutscenes where people would talk, and then like ten seconds later, their mouth would move, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm gonna punch it's like an audio desync." Oh, it was so bad. And you said frame rate struggles. And frame too. rate has gotten worse since uh, the the patches. So the first patch, I didn't really notice any difference. The last patch that came out, the frame rate, especially I think at night, and when there's a lot of uh, maybe like a horde on the screen, you really notice the frames start chugging along mm. and that really sucks when you're you know right in the middle of a big firefight um and it's just these random bugs you you, you find um you you play these whores and they've all got like they've got like a life bar like for the entire horde oh okay right so um i i took on a horde i killed like probably 300 of these freakers and it didn't register this was uh last night or the night before or it was actually last night and Oh my gosh, I was so, so mad because I had to do the whole thing over again because it mm. just didn't register. And it's little things like that that really marred the experience of this game for me. I think um, a lot of people get so used to that first party, you know, polish that Sony puts on these games. And it's not to say it's a bad game, you know, it's just so long and it makes it, it gets just extended by these terrible, terrible experiences, you know, and they're just one after another mm. um but the story is solid you know it does what it's supposed to do um the gunplay is a little wonky but once you get used to it and you kind of advance that you you get better as you know as you go on um the inventory wheel is a mess 
that you can't, you know, it's so touchy that, you know, if you try to select one thing, next thing, you know, I, I, like I said, I, I selected a Molotov and I've got a pipe bomb in my hand and I don't realize <laughs> it until I throw it and then I'm like, crap, that's not what I wanted to happen, you know? So there, there's little issues like that that can be, you know, I would think fixed pretty easily, um, but it does drag a little bit. Uh, I know a lot of people had issues with the first 10 hours and you yeah. say you'll get past. That wasn't the issue for me. Mine was, you know, oh, this is the end. Oh, no, it's not. I just opened up half another, you know, another mm. half of the map. I'm like, crap. And, you know, because every story and every mission has its own percentage. Okay. Um, so it, it, it's... <laughs> Every time I would finish one, another one would pop up. So I've got, you know, at one point I had like seven or eight of them that were like, you know, 50, 60% completed. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I probably could have powered through. But, you know, I mean, it doesn't really tell you that you can. So I always thought that, okay, this is, you know, I have to do this to advance. And you unlock different things as you go on. If you finish certain stories, most of which are, you know, crafting or skins for your bike. Um, that's a very cool part of it too, is the upgrading of your bike. Mm-hmm. Um like and it said, shows up on like the home screen too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, right? yeah. It, it's it's cool, man. I mean, it's it, it's there's a lot of good stuff in this game, and I don't think it's terrible. I think it's you know maybe a bunch of missed opportunities, but you know I would say this game at forty bucks, buy it if you got some time because you're gonna have to sink some time into it, especially if you're a completionist. You know that it, there's a lot, a lot to do. There are a lot of collectibles. Yes. Well. Let me think. There, there are some. Okay. You know, there's some, there's some uh, postcards, I think, and some, uh, uh, I think, monuments or like historical markers that you see on the okay. side of the road. You can do. Um, I didn't really pay too much attention to those. If I found them, I found them. Um, so I didn't go that far into it, but I, I felt like all the missions I needed to do. Yeah. You know, and I still, I think I left one that was like at seventy something percent, but all the rest of them got finished. So. Um, and stick around to the end. Play for about 30 minutes after you actually finish the game, quote-unquote. And you can play after the credits. Um, keep going because there's some more to the story after that. And then after that happens, you're pretty much done. Just stop playing because you've probably been playing for three years. <laughs> so kind of so, like Red Dead Redemption. You get yeah. the end credits, but then there's that extra mission you got to do to get the true ending. Right. So... That's, you know, I originally said, though, this is very much like Red Dead Redemption in that, you know. Stop it. It was. <laughs> it's, it, not in scope, all right? Not in scope because that was, you know, Red Dead was just humongous. And they did a lot more polish. And, but you still found issues oh, every yeah. once in a while. Every, every game's going to have them, you know. And I the think, bigger the game, the more potential for right. issues. I think a little bit was blown out of proportion on social media. But um, also Sony knows how to promote a game. Oh, right? yeah. So they, you know. The, the sales numbers don't surprise me one bit. Um, and people who, you know, are very big PlayStation fans, you know, will buy all this stuff yep. immediately. They're eating it up. They love it. And it's it's good. Like I said, if you enjoy it, great. It's fun, you know. I mean, there's there's times where I was just like, yeah. You know, the acting, on the other hand, you know, like Sam Witter. Whitaker, I can't remember what his name is. Sam Witter. Well, the guy that was played, uh, what do you, what do you play? Nah, Deacon St. John, but he played a star killer in uh, The Force Awakens. Oh, Same dude. Okay. Yeah, that's the first thing I saw him. I was like, "Oh, a Star Killer." Yeah, that was. So I kept pushing on. <laughs> Maybe whip out some lightsabers eventually. He so you doesn't. rated the uh, you rated the game a seven, seven on our scale, you know, which is honorable. Like we always say, yes. our, our numbers are not like flat and hard, but you know, it's an honorable rating. Um, you know, Bert, Bert, do you have any specific questions for Dan you want to ask on Days Gone? 
No, I think you covered it. My biggest thing was going to be, um, are the issues that people are running into as, as legit or is it being overblown? But I think you kind of spent quite a bit of time saying some things are fixed, some are not, some have gotten worse, but yeah. it's, it's playable. One, one thing that I did hear that I don't think you mentioned it because you don't really play on the base PlayStations, but I heard that if right. you play this game on base PlayStation, it sounds like an aircraft carrier is launching about 50 different <laughs> jets from your PlayStation and it chugs like crazy. So if you do not have a pro to be careful with this game, because it, it needs to be patched dramatically on those base consoles. Oh yeah, I would, I would say you're right. Um, I play, you know, mine, mine was digital. I do have issues with that even on the pro when I, you know, play a game with the disc. Yep. Uh, which is why I don't have this. Hey. Because um, they make my PlayStation sound like a jet <laughs> airplane. So yep. um, I didn't hear a whole bunch of that. But I mean, even on the pro, you shouldn't be having these, you know, stuttering issues like it does. So yep. it's. Yep. it's you know, stuff that I think can be fixed, but I, I really did enjoy my time with it, even though I thought it was a little bit too long. Yeah, and, I was going to ask you. Oh, go ahead, Bert. No, I had, I had one legit question I had for you is, was the story kind of cringeworthy or did the story actually get pretty good at some point? Because the stuff that I have seen in just clips is just like, what the hell is this? So I, <laughs> what are your thoughts? I would say the story is good. I think the acting is a little bit more, is cringy. You know, oh, okay. it, it's... It's more of the, uh, there are some moments you're like, oh yeah, you know, like, you know, for example, there was a, there's a, a mission in, uh, excuse me, Red Dead Redemption 2 that was, you know, just like Arthur Morgan riding on a horse with a song playing in the background. <laughs> one of the best. Brilliant. Oh yeah. One of the best scenes in, for me anyway, in, in like modern gaming, yep. um, there was a couple where they kind of did that, but you're on a motorcycle. <laughs> okay. But it just didn't feel as impactful because mm. yeah. you know, I think it's not easy to do. It's not, but they did a good job with it. You know, there was a couple of them where you're just like, yeah, but then they're, you know, there's, they're also talking over stuff, you know? So it's really weird. That really weird dynamic, you know, you're never going to replace that one scene in red dead. So, nope. <laughs> but they, they, they tried, they did try. Yep. <laughs> cool. So I was going to ask, you know, you mentioned all the side missions and there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So two, two and one question. Does it feel like, the game is longer because some of the content felt like they had to fill up the game to make it feel bigger and broader. And in that same vein, do the side missions, um, are they meaningful? One of the things I think we all praise The Witcher 3 for, not that I'm trying to compare this to The Witcher 3, but the side missions in The Witcher 3 were just as good, if not better at times, than the main story. They were just excellent, right? Most, I mean, most of the time. Are these side missions worth doing? Are they fun? Are they... Or are they more of like a boring grind that kind of puts you half to sleep? Yeah, they, they get a little bit repetitive. Um, a lot of them are, hey, Deke, we've got, you know, some raiders somewhere. You need to go clear out their camp. You know, that's a lot. There's a lot of those, hmm. you know, but like there's not one main mission, right? There, it's, it's like all these little tiny missions that kind of form together into one big story. Oh, okay. It's really kind of weird how they did it. Because um, there's several different little stories going on one time, all culminate, you know, culminate. I can't even say it. All coming together, culminating, culminating, yeah, into <laughs> you know that one big storyline. Okay. So they did a good job with that, I think. You know, and you know, so they they kind of everything kind of comes together towards the end. Okay. Um, but yeah, there are some definitely grindy, you know, little missions that are. You know, you almost have to do because you want to get those extra crafting deals, you know, and oh, okay. so. All right. 
Well, yeah. cool. I think uh, you know the one thing that sounds funny about the the whole freaker horde chugging and really being unpolished in that vein, or you know, struggling, making the system struggle is weird because we've heard about World War Z, which is a forty dollar game from a smaller developer with less funding, and all I've heard from that game is there's massive hordes and they're like incredible how quick like the the game doesn't slow down like you can fight all these hordes and I'm thinking to myself how the hell did a first party Sony game not be able to accomplish that whereas this other game you know could be a whole number of reasons I'm sure so but anyway Dan's review is on the site if you want to read it um, please do of course and uh, we will go ahead and move on uh, like I said a little shorter episode today so we're gonna move right to name and that game and Bert it is your um, <laughs> train of thought it is your time to read out the game Dan luckily is here, so he can't cheat, and so um, you know. The hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's a good thing the days hasn't gone away. So let's make sure we get back on on topic here. Oh boy! Um, <laughs> let's not fall off our bike. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> oh my god! What is happening? We've lost all the audience. <laughs> People just turn their volume down everywhere. <laughs> All right, so name that game. Let's do it. You guys have played this game. I'm 100% sure. So uh, none of this surprise anywhere. Oh, wait, no. I haven't played that. <laughs> no. I already lost. No. Yep. All right, your first clue. Uh, Dan. Dan, you're going first. Right, I'm going first. And um, this, this game released in 1999 on the PlayStation 1. Mm. Uh, Battle Arena Toshinden. No. Way off. No, the PlayStation they released it what ninety five. Ninety five, yeah, yeah. That's launch. That was a launch. Ninety nine. All right. So when Dreamcast was launching, and we started hearing rumors of PS two, so a little later in life, PS one, PS one. Let's go with. God, I hope you get it. <laughs> Crash Team Racing. <laughs> no. It is not Crash Team Racing. Good guess, though. It's a fun little game that we're going to be able to play again. Let's move over to the next question. Yeah, next question here. This should be a clue if you keep up with development. So, Dan, I'm not sure if you're at a disadvantage here because I don't think you cared too much about it back then. But might give you some, some clue here. So the game was almost canceled numerous times due to the inexperienced staff. Ooh. Um, this doesn't help me too much. Doesn't ring a bell. I, I mean, a bunch of games are coming to mind that had developmental issues back in the late '90s, but nothing I can especially associate to PS One. Um, the game that uh, Die Katana. That is incorrect. Nice guess. That game was a nightmare. Dan, back to you, sir. Yeah, I think that I think that was an N sixty four game anyway. I can't, all right, it sounds so familiar. Um, <laughs> it sounds so familiar. Uh, Parasite Eve 2. No, that game was fantastic, though. Yeah, it was a good game. All right. Just laying out games that I like. <laughs> so sticking with you, Dan, we're on question three. This game was re-released on Android in 2011. Mm. This guy with his phone games. Killing me. I played Dune 2 on... Don't you start phone. with Dune 2. <laughs> Dune 2. Um, that's not my Don't guess. you start with Blood 3. Is... Yeah, 2011. Uh, Remember, the initial game released in 1999, and it re-released on Android in 2011. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. I don't know, man. No. 
<laughs> it is not Final Fantasy VIII, but that is a good guess because those racing. those have been everywhere. No, that was already yeah. an option. I'm just trying to think what would be on Well, Android. it's funny you said Final Fantasy VIII because honestly, my guess was going to be Final Fantasy Tactics. Nope. Is that really your guess? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that's it not, really was. That is not incorrect. Also a good guess here. I mean, well, you know, Final Fantasy could have been anywhere. Yeah, well, I don't so, think Squaresoft was the developer he's referring to, but that's okay. Moving on. <laughs> All right, next question. We're at question four, by the way, gentlemen. The game was highly influenced by the team lead and the game that... Oh, my God, I totally, <laughs> totally butchered that clue. <laughs> let, me, let me repeat that here. Yeah, I hope so. Per, per the team lead designer, the game was highly influenced by GoldenEye. Okay. This is Ains, by the way. Yeah. Time Splitters. No, but that's a fantastic game. Dan, would you like to take a guess, sir? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> um, doesn't mean I have one. Yeah, it doesn't mean I am <laughs> close to having a game. Um, we released some. I mean, it's gotta be an FPS, right? Um, the hell was really Doom eighteen? No. <laughs> Final Doom was on PS one. Yep. All right. Next clue, sticking with you, Dan. It was produced by Nine Eight Nine Studios. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right, all right. That's that's coming back to me a little bit because that was a Sony internal, if I remember correctly. Maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. Dan, your guess, sir. Nine eight nine. I can see the logo. I know. Me too. I can see the logo. <laughs> I can't think of a damn game that came out with it though. Um. Uh, Nine eight nine was Sony. Maybe second party. I don't know. I have no clue. Um, Twisted Metal three. No, that is incorrect. Ains, jumping over to you, sir. We're on question five, by the way. I mean, it's like Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye. So we're, we're in the shooter realm. Yep. Um, I don't know why my brain is saying NFL game day. That's not helping at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is that is incorrect, like unfortunately. <laughs> all right, yeah, moving. I don't have anything better, so. Right. Moving over to the next clue. <laughs> The developers, the developers' only previous game to the game we're talking about was Bubsy 3D, also known as one of the worst games on the PlayStation One. Yeah, that was yeah. considered a catastrophe. <sighs> Bubsy, you guys are killing me. In front of us, figure it out. It's 989 PlayStation One Bubsy developer shooter. It's all right there. All right, listeners, you have to let us know if you beat us to this one again. <laughs> All right, what's your guess, um, Ains? Before I move over to Dan. I'm, gonna I'm going completely blank. Me too. Seriously. I got nothing. All right. Yeah, I don't I don't have one. Sorry. All right, nothing from Ains. Dan, you want to take a wild guess? You throw some good guesses out there sometimes. Uh, <laughs> don't say I'm Sonic. Gonna go with, I almost did. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Crash Team Racing. No, um, <laughs> let's see here. 99 and Bubsy and Google 14. <laughs> no, sadly no. Wow, I thought you guys would have this by now. Okay. The game had two additional sp uh, PSP spinoffs. That doesn't mean that there wasn't other sequels or anything, but there was two PSP spinoffs. 
I never played the PSP. PSP was cool at the time. I did, but that's not helping. <laughs> Two PSP spinoffs that were actually rather good. PlayStation 1. Uh, Red Faction. No, incorrect. Ains, you want to take a guess here? So that was PS2. Yeah. Um, and my guess was going to be uh, Resistance, which was also PS2. Yeah. No, that that is incorrect. <laughs> incorrect again. I hope these Holy. questions help more than more than these are. All right. A future sequel was produced by Sony Ben Studio. That's uh, why I why I picked this game. Like one other one. That's was why I picked this it. game. It was a it was a PS. It was a. I'm going, it was a Vita I'm going, game, I think. Uh, well, I mean, Ben did Uncharted Golden Abyss before Days Gone. Yep. Uh, I, I, I will tell you to add to this clue, Uncharted is not what this developer is best known for. Ben? Yeah, Sony Ben Studio. Before the Uncharted Abyss game that you were just talking about, and before, obviously, Days Gone, they were known they for this game. Sequels. sequels to this original game from that, 99. That is correct. God, I'm I'm all, I'm I'm at the point now where I'm getting embarrassed that I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, you're about to get know. kicked off your own bitcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Dan kicked me off last week. Yeah. Um, PSP sequels in the shooter vein, and PSP didn't have a ton of shooters because it was kind of funky with that little. Yep. It wasn't a D-pad. It was that flat circular thing. Yep. I forget what they. This one's it. gonna make me mad. Yeah. You guys are running low on time. Running low on time over there on the guess. Yeah, we need like a, a counter. I don't have it. I don't. I got. I don't have it. All right, uh, Dan. Hold on, it's Dan. So, yeah. Ninety nine. Ben Studio did the sequels to it. I just gotta look at something on my phone real quick. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I literally. Uh, We're about to be on question nine. Just go ahead. Skip me. <laughs> All right. The main character for this game. The main character for this game, his name is Gabriel Logan. That's two first names. That's terrible. Jesus, you guys are killing me right now. You better get it on the last clue, because we're on question nine right now. You have one more Gabriel clue. Gabriel Logan? Doesn't help me at all. That's nothing. Wait, wait. Oh, I have a guess. Go guess. Do you have one? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My guess is Siphon Filter. Oh. It is Siphon Filter. And uh, finally, what? Nice. Dan was Ains cheating over there looking at his phone or something? Oh, yes. well, hey, hey. Uh -huh. camera. Nope. I have video evidence. He was not cheating. Uh huh. Oh, it finally hit Damn me. It. Funny enough, I literally right back there with this old game stuff I have. I have a demo disc of the original Siphon Filter before it came out, still sealed. Was it? Yeah. Was it from one of those magazines? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think I had it too. Yeah. Son of a bitch, Bert. That yeah, was like Sony's attempted answer to, um, or uh, attempted per. It's over. Attempted first party Metal Gear. Yep, okay. and that was actually then, that was actually the last clue. The last clue was it's most compared to Metal Gear Solid. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that that would have definitely done it for me, but I'm glad I got it before that because then Splinter Cell <laughs> came out in the Xbox era after that. Yep. I'm glad I got yep. it on in question nine and not ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, now I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. yeah, I thought you guys would have got a little bit earlier, but that's okay. We got it out of the way. Siphon Filter, fantastic game, if you didn't yeah, play it back in the day. Good. 
hasn't aged that well, but you know, it's kind of surprising they haven't brought. That's another dead IP, you know, that they could do something with. Yep. So yep. I want to go play it. I don't think I would nowadays. It'd no. probably be atrocious. The the control has not aged well at all. It has the tank control. <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, it hasn't. Yep. All, right, all right, fellas. Good job, well, good good uh, good game there, and um, that's gonna wrap it up. Wrap us up. Good lord for Bitcast fifty six. So uh, a couple things just to close on real quick. Uh, yesterday, actually, on the live show, I happened to be part of the Iron Lords podcast, and it was a really really fun show with those guys. Um, highly recommend checking it out. Um, you can find that Iron Lords podcast on YouTube. Uh, would appreciate that. A lot of good topics we covered there. Um, in the coming weeks, of course, as we ramp up towards E3, we're going to start doing some of our traditional things. We have our predictions episode that's going to come up, uh, which we always track. You know, and we'll start talking about some of the big rumors and our plans for content in E3. As uh, Bert and I will be there. Damn it, Dan. Um, <laughs> and covering it again, we're going to EA Play, we're going to FanFest, the Xbox conference, we may be going to Bethesda, so we'll have some really good coverage for you guys. Um, anything else, guys, before we, we head on out? Nope. nope, that'll do it. Thanks for listening. Cool. That's up. Yeah, that's episode 56. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week.